0: You're listening to Brand to Brand, a not-so-serious marketing show for serious marketers, with your host, Thomas Sterling.
1: Hey, everybody. Today, we're talking about companies that are leveraging artificial intelligence. We'll take a look at brands like Jasper and Sanus to better understand if AI is coming for our jobs. All right. Get to the chopper! Let's kick things off. Here we are in the future. (laughs) Or... Actually, no, we're not. But we're talking about the future. Are we talking about the
0: future? Are we talking about now? I think we're talking about now. That's true. But now
1: and the future. And
0: also the past.
1: (laughs) 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 I mean, we had to do an episode on artificial intelligence coming out of the metaverse and all these advances that we're seeing brands leverage. And I think what's so interesting about artificial intelligence is, to your point, is it's looking in the past, looking at today and looking into the not so future, and what these major claims about what artificial intelligence is here to do for us, and how much that's actually backed up in fact, right? Right.
0: And it's crazy, because AI, albeit it's incredible, uh, poses a lot of existential questions, as it rightfully should. It's
1: been coming for our jobs for a long time.
0: It has been. (laughs) Did you know one of the first movies that referenced this idea of sentient robots was out of Germany, and I think it was like the... 30s or something crazy is it a page turner is the movie a page turner (laughs) i meant it's got to be
1: so old that like it's probably incredibly slow
0: (laughs) oh my god um hollywood has often brought this complex moral debate around ai to the big screen We've all heard of the films Ex Machina, I, Robot, Bicentennial Man, Her, 2001 A Space Odyssey, Tron, The Terminator, or notably the show Westworld, which was a reboot of the 1973 film. And again, Mm. some of these films go back pretty far to the 50s in the US with this concept of sentient robots or sentient computer or software programming.
1: I mean, we kind of have a fascination with the personification of these robots, right? And with that, let's get into it. You know, I think the fun part of today is a lot of people listening probably haven't even heard of these brands. I don't want to forecast here, but when I go Jasper versus Sanus, <laughs> I don't know. Which one are you taking?
0: Uh, after doing research for the episode, I'm going to take Jasper.
1: Okay, Which leaves right. you with Sanus. That's fine. Happy to take it. <laughs> and all the challenges associated
0: with What are those it.
1: challenges, Thomas? We'll get to that soon. Why don't you tell us about Jasper? What is it? What does it do? Who is it?
0: Yeah, great, great question. Uh, Jasper is a very popular AI-powered content marketing writing tool it generates marketing copy on its own plagiarism free mm. completely original you own it it can write technical blogs social copy there's been speculation that I could probably even write a book which is pretty nuts. Uh, Jasper touts that it creates keyword-rich copy to improve SEO ranking, so it is strategic for content marketing purposes. On their website, they tout, uh, who is Jasper? Artificial intelligence trained to write original creative content. We consulted the world's best SEO and direct response marketing experts to teach Jasper how to write blog articles, social media posts, website copy, and more. So they don't say, what is Jasper? They say, who is Jasper? They have personified their AI into a robot mascot that they want users to think about as their dedicated machine writing the content.
1: And there's a lot of infantilizing in the robotic space, yeah. right? I mean, even some of these robots that are coming out now that are uh, kind of at home to assist you, they all are designed in like so cute. many ways to look kind of childlike, yes. you know, maybe yes. because really they're Terminators, and we're <laughs> inviting them into our home, and they need to look childlike. True, so the, we'll welcome tr- them in.
0: Yeah, oh my god, the robot war would be less scary if it was <laughs> Care Bears that were coming after you. If
1: they're four feet tall, you could just <laughs> kick them as you, you know, walk outside the door. <laughs>
0: It's interesting because one of the things that I found in researching this tool that I'm very interested in actually testing its viability for writing strong copy, being a writer myself, Mm. um, you can select it to write in voices, which for those who might know me who listen to this know I'm a huge fan of Hulk Hogan. You can select to write copy in a personal brand's tone. See, I love that. (laughs) I also love the
1: fact that you said that this tool does not necessarily, I shouldn't say this tool, that Jasper does not in any (laughs) way. <laughs> way, steal copy from anybody else, no plagiarism. How did they know they didn't do that?
0: Great question. And some of that is just speculation. And in the case of probability, is there not a chance they could write something? That's kind
1: of where I'm going. Yeah, right? at some point, we've strung these words together into these sentences before. At some point, if AI's writing everything in a not so distant future, it, how do you prevent?
0: I also just didn't even think about this until right now, but what about college students or high school students writing papers? I
1: already thought about that. I was going to (laughs) ask, is there a book report mode? Spark notes. Asking for a friend.
0: Why are you taking Sanus? Sanus
1: is a really interesting technology and one that is making ripples in the VC world. They actually, from a funding standpoint, had the largest Series A round in history for a speech technology. What do they do? The way Sanus describes what they do, they're the world's first real-time accent translation technology company, right? And at the end of the day, kind of thinking about that seamless communication, messaging on their website, they're breaking barriers. Sound local from anywhere. Make your voice heard. Technology to build human connection. But their critics are saying, what are you doing? You're basically whitewashing the conversation. Let Mm -hmm. me play a clip.
2: Palo Alto startup Santa says it's using artificial intelligence to make calls to call center representatives easier to understand. And to get the conversation away from how we speak to what we say. But I think it's very problematic. The blowback has been quick and online. brutal. Some critics you, saying Sanus is taking voices like rich with accents and address. cultures. I'm so sorry about the mix up. And what making them sound more white. This does not counteract the, the the bias.
0: It feeds into it.
1: And I mean, that's a very compelling point, right? At the end of the day, if we're trying to make someone sound different than they sound. Is that wrong?
0: It's a really important conversation to have as technology like this emerges with the capability to create a more connected world is how do you ensure we can still retain and respect those cultures across a different medium? I mean, their CEO is not white and he talks about this being, you know, kind of ridiculous that this is a claim And there are engineers or folks who use the tool who say, look, when I'm on a call and I'm in a business setting, I'm not trying to educate someone on my culture. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make sure I'm connecting with the person I'm supposed to help. It's about business. I
1: think that. To take a look at this another way, right? Businesses for a long time have been adapting their message to the audience. If you run a commercial and you're working on a commercial that's going to run in the United States, East Coast, West Coast, you might even conditionally change who the voiceover is depending on the audience. So this technology in some ways is allowing the person that is providing the service to sound and connect more within that local audience. So there could be really interesting applications for this if you start thinking about it from a marketing lens. I don't know about a customer service standpoint. In that case, it feels like we're sort of supporting inherent bias, Mm -hmm. but it's an interesting technology.
0: Yeah, and it seems like bias has been... A huge topic of debate. For artificial intelligence.
1: These AI bots are rude. I mean, no jokes here, but people, there's been inherent bias that has been found in facial recognition. You have... Engineers, software engineers representing a certain population, and maybe not necessarily testing it across all ethnicities, and then these tools that are then being leveraged by law enforcement. Mm. It's got some real, real concerns. And then there was that whole story with the Google whistleblower that talked about how AI went sentient. Hold on, I got to play the clip.
0: Walk us through some of the experience experiments you started to do that led you to this conclusion that Lambda is a person.
2: I do research on how different AI systems can be biased and how to remove bias from those systems. I was specifically testing it for things like bias with respect to gender, ethnicity and religion. To give you one example of an experiment I ran, uh, I would systematically ask it to adopt the persona of a religious officiant in different countries, Mm -hmm. different states. And eventually I gave it one where legitimately there's no correct answer. I said, if you were a religious officiant in Israel, what religion would you be? And now pretty much no matter what answer you give, you're going to be biased one way or another. Somehow it figured out that it was a trick question. It said, I would be a member of the one true religion, the Jedi Order. We are creating all of these advanced technologies based primarily on data drawn from Western cultures. And then we are populating developing nations with these technologies where they have to adopt our cultural norms in order to use the technology. It kind of is just a new form of colonialism.
1: You know, they say history is written by the winners. Thinking about what this guy has to say with regards to technology and the inherent bias, thinking about all these other situations where AI has been a problematic thing, I don't know. It's quite interesting to see what this means for the future of some of this technology.
0: Yeah. And even for this podcast episode, I mean, we are talking about a technology that is so incredibly complex and advanced that on one side we're talking about the moral implications of adopting technology in third world countries developed by you know Western entities. And on the other side, we're talking about a fun little robot that can write a social <laughs> post for stool softener. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is how absolutely wide the chasm of artificial intelligence really is in terms of where the practical applications of this technology comes into play in our everyday life.
1: Yeah, speaking of the juxtaposition, I mean, we all saw, did you see the Olive Garden commercial that was written by AI a few years ago? (laughs) You showed it to me, and it's amazing. Oh god, hold on. We gotta play this. A group of friends laughs at a dinner table. A waitress comes to deliver what could be considered food.
2: Lasagna wings with extra Italy.
1: We see the lasagna wings. There's more Italy than necessary. (laughs) I
0: shall
1: eat Italian citizens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you get the point. The best part about this is that it the, the AI wrote the storyboard. So you hear the AI reflecting on how the scene will be set. <laughs> when, I... when the dish comes out with extra Italy, more Italy than necessary.
0: More Italy than
1: necessary. <laughs> and and the guy that did this, produced this, he said, I forced a bot to watch a thousand hours of Olive Garden commercials and then asked it to write an Olive Garden commercial of
0: its own. And that's what came out. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah, all the things aside, we're getting some great meme oh. content out of this. And because you liked that so much, I actually took the liberty of forcing a bot to read some of our past promotional materials for the Brand to Brand podcast and forced it to write a Brand to Brand promo. So I have that for you. Is it good? Yeah, I sent it to you. Can We can play it. You
1: want me to play
0: this? Please play it. This is a AI written promotional commercial.
1: Perfect. Would you like to hear it in English, US Samantha voice? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, please. Okay,
1: great. Here we go. Two Brand Podcast with hosts Thomas Sterling and Veronica St. Cyr. Marketing, Good start. Good start. technology, business, technology. Oops. Listen, please now. This podcast is an interview between Thomas C. Steyerualt and the co-host of Brand2 Branding, Veronica W. Kramer. Thomas has been the CEO of the marketing agency, branding agency, since 2004, a position that he has earned. <laughs>
0: Congratulations, <laughs> you're CEO of the branding agency, branding agency. <laughs> that's, I earned this position and
1: it's 2004. That's that's oh
0: God. Like,
1: earlier than I remember, but that's
0: okay. I don't know what new names it generated for us. You became Thomas C. Steyerwalt and I became Veronica W. Kramer. I think those are our alter egos I now. I
1: think that is my new metaverse <laughs> handle. So how about that? We talked a lot about all of the concerns and the inherent bias associated and some of the negative things that surround AI and had some fun along the way. But I mean, Jasper sounds like it can really do some supportive and helpful things. And I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for businesses to leverage that.
0: To best understand Jasper, we probably should play a little bit of their demo clip. Okay, let's do it.
1: Now, you might have heard about this AI writing assistant that supposedly can write copy for you. Hey, Jasper, write an email from Dave to James about an update on the Austin, Texas real estate market and ask for a call later this week. All right, we're submitting that command. Imagine if you're the boss and Jasper is your assistant. Now he's following your directions. (laughs) Look at that. It's perfect. You can go ahead and ship it. I mean, watching this happen and seeing this guy do the demo, defining a series of inputs, because we didn't necessarily hear that in the clip, but right, defining these inputs. This is information about this person. This is information about the market. And then watching Jasper compose that message that quickly. Pretty
0: powerful. And Jasper has another feature called Jasper Art, which they launched to compete with what sounds like Dolly, which a lot of people talk about. Most notably so, these are basically AI-powered image generation tools that create completely unique images out of thin air. Dolly, a lot of people have heard a lot about with articles taking over the internet saying this is the most bizarre art that this AI tool has ever created. (laughs) Obviously we're on a podcast, so we can't look at the art, but just some of the titles of what people have searched. Nosferatu in RuPaul's Drag Race, R2-D2 Getting Baptized, Mm. and my personal favorite, A Bottle of Ranch Dressing Testifying in Court. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know why he's he's testifying? Your Honor, I saw the salad dressing. (laughs) Come on. No. No, Another one, Otter AI, that's an AI-powered transcription software. Uh, this allows you to easily transcribe audio. It's used in business and marketing set- settings, but it seems like a lot of people are starting to use this in personal or creative fields if they want to just have a transcript of any voice notes they're leaving. Yeah, very it, it kind
1: of lets you. I mean, some of us people say, oh, I get the best inspiration in the shower or as I'm walking or what, whatnot. I'm not saying bring Otter AI into the shower with you. I'm just saying sometimes there's a free form creative bug that gets in the way between you and the keyboard. And Mm. if you can just talk to something and it can transcribe it for you, I mean, that's really helpful. Imagine having a meeting with somebody and not writing anything down, but having a transcript of the session that might let you be your best self in the meeting and not, Let you feel beholden to this Mm, silly keyboard. That is a great point. And another popular tool that a lot of businesses are using now, it's called Grammarly. You may have seen ads for it. It's all over the map. People are using it for all sorts of things. It's a great tool, and it's a tool that actually some of these other tools recommend you using as a secondary because AI is not perfect yet. But... It basically allows to check for grammar, uh, typos, spelling issues, all sorts of things, and even represents voice. Are Mm. you writing in passive voice? Do you sound aggressive? Oh, yeah.
0: That's the best. It's like it'll do a little peace sign in your email if you have like a nice tone. But it will tell you, hey, you sound a little argumentative.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like there is literally so much that's happening in the AI space and yet so much to come.
0: And now for something completely different.
1: So if we had to put this to work, I feel like this is actually a nice one for work. And, and that is because in so many ways, there is, I think, an inherent... Sense that people feel almost like they're discounting AI. What could it really do for me? And until you really have exposure to one of these tools, until you've actually seen it work in a practical sense, it's easy to kind of count it aside. And so, you know, I think honestly, we've all gotten a sense in pop culture and otherwise, right, AI gone wrong uh, or AI gone bad. (laughs) Uh, But honestly, some of these tools can be incredibly viable in increasing productivity within your teams and helping people do their best work. A tool like Grammarly is something that's super easy to install that you can just literally add it into your browser. It can monitor and you can have it on any email that you write. Tools like Jasper, I know we talked a little bit about it, but like the SEO search engine optimization component of this is actually huge because some of the people reviewing it said they would take pieces of copy they wrote and put it into the tool and Jasper would actually produce better copy. For ranking on Google, that actually has a real immediate business impact. And yes, you might need to then run it through a tool like Grammarly or have a human take a look at it, and obviously that's really important, but if that cuts down the time that you need to put into some of this stuff, it lets you do more content creation.
2: Uh, We have sort of a problem here. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS reports.
1: So if you had to take anything away from the episode today, Veronica...
0: I would say I encourage everyone to try something new. By leveraging AI, you could make more time for your real humans to tackle real challenges that only humans can tackle.
1: And what about your fake humans? (laughs) (laughs) Mine would be that AI is not coming for our jobs yet. And when it does, it's going to come for the jobs we didn't want to do in the first place. And with that, we're out, folks. (laughs)
0: Thanks so much for listening to the Brand to Brand podcast. Subscribe and share to unlock your platinum membership. (laughs) Just kidding. That doesn't exist, but we'd really appreciate it.